to KCI Irvine. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. Welcome back, everybody, to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Theriosity, the only show on these airwaves which dives right into the world of the paranormal, conspiracy, rarities, oddities, and the curious. As always, I'm your host, Stacy, and today I do have a guest sitting in with me. What's up? (laughs) Um, I'm Alejandra. I go right after Stacy. So, hello. <laughs> so today we are talking about a lighter subject. You know, we're getting towards the end of the quarter. We need something light to be thinking about. Not always the spooky. So today we're going to be talking about roadside attractions. So if you don't know, uh, roadside attractions are literally just that. Uh, they are establishments slash art pieces meant to attract tourists and drivers while on their travels. Uh, they became popular back in the 1930s when long-distance road travel became practical and popular, especially with Route 66, which is also known as the Mother Road because obviously it leads um, east coast to west coast or west coast to east coast, whichever direction you're going in. So when people, when they started building um, freeways, and better roads and people actually had access to uh, cars uh they were able to drive obviously um they weren't stuck on trains or on a boat so they had the ability to stop at any moment's notice they can pull over they got hungry you know uh or just when they saw something cool so that was like the idea of these roadside attractions uh, it became popular all over the U.S., Western Canada, and even Australia, which is random. I feel like that's scarier in Australia. <laughs> That'd be my last favorite option. Yeah. Uh, so as road travel became popular, entrepreneurs and artists began to create these attractions. And there's lots of different types of attractions. Uh, so there's the obvious like restaurants, restaurants rest stops, motels, coffee shops, museums, and, like, unusual businesses. And a lot of them have a very unusual architecture. Hmm. So, uh, there's, like, unusual architecture, uh, like, parodies of other monuments, of, like, legitimate monuments. And then uh, there's always the classic, like, world's largest whatever like insert whatever like that state likes so we should probably just start off with architecture so in spokane washington there is a giant milk bottle it's a building but it's shaped like a giant classic like 1950s milk bottle it was actually built in 1935 and it was built by uh the burner one dairy company and obviously 
they sell milk <laughs> so they that's kind of like literal advertising so a lot of businesses would do that whatever they would sell they would make their building look like that and then so it's iconic and then you obviously know when you're driving down the road and you like want a glass of milk you know exactly where to go and uh, the company itself said that uh, the reason they did this was it was designed to build better men and women by making dairy products attractive to boys and girls. Hmm. So it's like they're going to see a building. They're like, Mom, you know what I really want right now? Like a good glass of milk because it's con- it's conducive to me being like, you know, a built little boy or girl in the future. It's going to it's going to it's the foundation mom yeah uh and it was very popular because i guess thousands of people came out when they opened so it was popular around the young people i guess now you'd have to have one for cashew milk and soy milk and (laughs) you'd have to like include all of the diversity in milk Mm -hmm. another one that is similar was a shell service gas station which like we obviously still have those around but it was you know the, what the logo looks like? It's like a yellow seashell. Yeah. That's what the building looked like. It was a giant yellow seashell. And it was in oh, Winston-Salem, uh, North Carolina, built in the 1930s. And eight of them were built in the town, but only one still remains today. Uh, another one that is of that nature, except it's not advertising, is Lucy the Elephant which uh, was built in 1881, so a long, long time ago. Is it still standing? Yes. Damn, it is the long, the oldest surviving roadside attraction. So it was uh, built, well, it's in New Jersey now, but it's been moved around quite a bit. Wait, how do you, it's not a building. It is. How do you move the building around? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they've moved it because it was first built um, by this uh, artist who wanted to bring better real estate to his like neighborhood. So he's like, let me just build a giant elephant. And you can go inside it and it's like an elephant and it has like a basket on its back. Hmm. But it's really big. It's six stories tall. I don't know if I'd, like, buy a house just because of the elephants. Like, you know how usually real estate, they make cookies and, like, they'll put in the house? (laughs) This dude was like, no, it's the elephants that are going to bring the people here. Yeah. It it would work. I think it would work. Yeah, and actually, like, because you can go inside and you can go inside, like, the belly of the elephant. And it was a restaurant for a long time and also a speakeasy back in the day. (laughs) Um... So there's a lot of examples of, like, these, like, weird architecture things. There's the Teapot Dome service station in Zilla, Washington, which is a giant teacup. Um, or teapot. My apologies. Um, there's a giant corn-on-the-cob water uh, tower in Rochester, Minnesota. That was from 1931. And there's the Wigwam motels. Um, there's a lot of them. But they started in Arizona, and it's it's like a drive-up motel, but they're wigwams, like a teepee. And, like, their tagline is, slept in a wigwam lately. But once you... They're, like, cement. They're not, like, legitimate wigwams. They're cement. They're, like, an actual building, and you go in, and it is a circle, but it's, like, your average motel. Like, they got a bed, a TV, dresser, all that kind of stuff. 
Um, there's Bono's Orange Stand, which is nearby. It's in Fontana, and that's from 1936. And it's like a giant orange, and they sell orange juice. Do they still? I'm not sure. I think because it's near the orange groves, I believe. Fontana. You just gotta go then. Like that's <laughs> isn't that the point of roadside attractions to find the mission is find out if they sell orange juice, yes mm-hmm. or no. <laughs> Yeah, because people, especially, because that's, like, right off of Route 66, when you're driving in the summertime, back then there's no air conditioning. So you see a giant orange, you're stopping by to get that orange juice. Um, There's also a UFO-shaped bus station all the way in Poland. Oh, man, why Poland? I have no idea. I thought it'd be, like, in Roswell, but not, not Poland. I'm sure they have... They have everything alien there, so I'm sure they do have one, but the, I guess, like, the popular one is in Poland. And, of course, there's Randy's Donuts in Inglewood, you know, the giant donut on top, which I personally feel doesn't count because you don't go inside the donut. The building isn't a donut. There's just a giant donut on top of the building. I do agree with that, but also, like, how would you make the building as a circle? It's been done. They like, can do it. I, I'm not a professional. The 1800s could do it. We could do it now. <laughs> like I don't know what's what. What are the things of architecture and you know making stuff? But mm-hmm. to me personally, I feel like if I try to make a donut into a building, it'd probably like roll away. I know that makes no sense, but I have I have a superstition. You just go with all the clients and just roll away. <laughs> Yeah, and um, there's also the Cabazon dinosaurs, which um, they're famous on their own, but they're also famous because they were in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. He ends up there, and he's running around, and uh, there's a whole scene where he's inside, and you can go, like, where he sat and, like, just chill in there, Um, and it's free, so, like, uh, you can just go and experience that little piece of not only roadside attraction history, but movie history as well. Um, Then, besides just buildings, there's also random art pieces around Route 66 and other places, especially in the desert. They love doing this kind of stuff in the desert, usually because it's just, like, open space that no one's using, and it's not very, uh, typically not the most sought-after land. It's not very populated. Yeah. So, I found a bunch of spider-themed art pieces. One is called Spider-Bug which is a giant spider, and the body is a VW beetle. I think I've seen this one. Where is it? Um, I do not remember. Oh, well, I I think I've seen, I don't know if it was the one with the Volkswagen beetle, because I know there's a bunch of replicas, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's super tall. Right. Yeah, and I guess they moved that one around, too, uh, because that was just made by two brothers, uh, like in their free time and they just put it across the street from their dad's house. I don't know like if the dad likes spiders or if that was just like a joke but um, I guess it had been moved around the town and that sometimes for April Fool's Day they perch it on top of one of the buildings so that's pretty frightening. <laughs> um, I also saw a couple of other ones where they're like mechanical spiders like made out of um, like Uh, metal refuse that they like repurpose and they like build these spiders out of and just kind of like leave them places or I've seen some in webs as well 
There's also the Cadillac Ranch in Texas, which is a bunch of Cadillacs that I guess got left behind and they're like, it looks like if someone picked them up and then stuffed them into the ground, like it's kind of just like the butts of the Cadillac or like, like they're sprouting out of the ground. Oh, okay. They're not like how a normal car would sit. They're like, the like engine of... and all that is like underground and that's like the butts of the cars. That's impressive. Yeah. How, how they, Damn. <laughs> it's like in case someone was like oh we can salvage this and we can like take it they're like no no <laughs> one's meant to have this and then they just dug it into the ground yeah and actually it's very popular for people to go and spray paint them like that's what they encourage they're all spray painted a million colors and you go and like you leave your little piece of like whatever you want to say when you're traveling through and then it's just like really thick paint on there now uh, there's also a really similar one, but it's um, Volkswagen Beetles again, <laughs> and it's like a graveyard for them, but people do the same thing. They spray paint on them. So maybe if you're listening, you're thinking, what does this have to do with the theming of my show? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, these roadside attractions can get really weird really fast. There is two famous ones right off Route 66 in Arizona. So there's one where you're driving down the desert on the road. There's nothing around. Dirt. Maybe a cactus or two. And then you come across this big billboard. It's bright yellow. It's got big red letters. And then the silhouette of a rabbit on it. And you'll see them periodically around. And they'll all say stuff like, oh, this way, or you're getting closer, and, like, you're almost there, and then it doesn't say to what it's for, though. So it kind of, like, taunts the driver into going and checking it out. And then so when, if you're lucky enough to find where it is leading you to, um, you end up at a sign. It looks exactly the same, and it says, here it is. And it's a jackrabbit trading post. So it's just like a convenience store. Just like a normal, like, convenience store, but, you know, maybe people wouldn't stop if they didn't have these weird signs. I also feel like you could you could adver- advertise that. It's like, you know when you have to go to the bathroom really bad? It's like, if I saw a silhouette, I'd probably be like, I'm doomed. Like, I'm never going to find anywhere to go to the restroom. And, like, for some reason we keep going. It's like, a convenience store! Yes! Like, I'd be so stoked, but also, like, why? (laughs) Do you guys have, like, I don't know, food, water? What do you have? Yeah, it's like your basic uh, gas station type um, environment and, like, souvenirs and whatnot. And they also have a giant fiberglass rabbit outside that you can ride. It's like a statue, but you can take pictures with it. Hmm. And that's, like, their whole thing. Also nearby... Once again, off Route 66 in Arizona, there's The Thing. Not to be confused with the famous The Thing that's like the movie, um, but it is a thing. And you're not... So, they have a very similar approach to this. They have their billboards, and it all says, come and experience The Thing. No indication of what that might be, but come and see the thing. It's the mystery of the desert. So, obviously very intriguing. 
So if you decide to stop by, it is actually uh, three prefabricated um, steel sheds that are like combined and it's like a little museum. So you go in and they have their own like convenience store and stuff too, like a rest stop. But you can pay and you get to go and experience the thing. And you walk in and again, it's like the sheds and it's like a little walkthrough museum that you do by yourself. There's no guide. <laughs> Maybe if you ask nicely, they would guide you through, but it's pretty straightforward. So when you walk through, there's all these wood carvings of tortured souls. Huh. Okay. I didn't think that was going to be the thing. Okay, tortured souls. Well, no, that's not the thing. Okay, that's not. Okay, this that's part. leading up to the That's thing. the pregame of the thing. Yeah, so wood carvings of what? Um, the artist is named Ralph Gallagher. He has, like, these wood carvings of essentially what are people who just look like they're just very tortured. Very sad. I'm not, not, not happy. Having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so you get to experience that as a lead up. And as you walk through, there's like framed lithographs, saddles, you know, vintage guns, you know, old west type things, and vintage automobiles. Uh, like really old timey, like wind up cars, and then like some nicer ones, um, but all vintage automobiles. And they apparently have a Rolls Royce that is supposedly was used by Adolf Hitler at one point. Mm. So that's there. How did it get here? I don't know. <laughs> that's a long way to it travel. It hasn't been authenticated, but that is what their little plaque says. So, mm. um, <laughs> and it's also known that this museum is like kind of dirty and unkempt. Like the floor is just dirt. And everything's dusty, and like it, so it gets a bad rap for that, right? Because when you think museum, you think shiny, don't touch, like guards at every door, you know. But this is <laughs> like in the shed. <laughs> it's like going through someone's backyard, and like you know, things are gonna be dirty. So they know that, and they even have a sign that says, "Don't laugh, you'll look, you'll look even worse one day." <laughs> okay, I mean, uh, God, it's they're just... very sassy. All right. I mean, probably people are like, at least, like, act like you care. <laughs> but they're like, no. It's, this is what everyone comes to. This is everyone's end. <laughs> so you make it through all of this, like, Western memorabilia and, like, cool things to look at. You get into the final room, which has the thing. There's a huge sign above it that says, you made it, here's the thing. And it's, like, in this cement and glass... Uh, like viewing area and so you go and you look at it and at first glance it looks like a mummified corpse you know i don't know if you're familiar with what a mummified corpse looks like and it's like in a wooden coffin and there's like some dirt and there's like a hat on it um not on its head though okay just on it not on its head yeah uh but when you look at it closer it it appears to be like a mother holding a baby, but it doesn't look very human or authentic if you like, if you happen to know what, you know, decomposing bodies look like. <laughs> um, it's, they believe that it was actually like an art, not necessarily an art piece, but uh, 
something that was created by Homer Tate, who made a lot of sideshow gaffes. So it's just like, they think it's, um, you can't touch it or anything because it's sealed. So they think it's just like plaster and like, uh, just fake. Fake. Oh, that was the thing? Yeah, but, um, I mean, it does look pretty good, but then its face, it's like smiling. Hmm. And it's holding a baby, like I said, and the baby's proportions are really weird. Like, obviously, you talk about art history, you know, like, back in, way back in the day, when they would paint babies, they looked like, like, little full-grown humans. They just, it was terrible. Yeah, that's, like, what this baby looks like. Oh, but, God. like, mummified. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, how awful can we make this baby in all dimensions? They covered all the bases. Yeah, so that is what the grandio, the thing, is. And uh, that's kind of like their kept secret. Because if you ask them, there's like no, they also don't give you a lot of information. It's more like you go in, you're like, I want to see the thing. And they're like, okay, go through that door. You see it. And then congrats. It's not much of a, they're not, you're not going to get a lot of explanation. So. I also wonder if they know, like. I would assume that they do. I would hope that they do. Because, <laughs> like, how old has... Do you know how long it's been there? Uh, Since Route 66 days. And Route 66, like, opened up, like, in the 20s. Damn, okay. Because, like, you know, it goes... You hand it down mm-hmm. to the next person. And as you hand it down more and more, it's just kind of like, just, just keep it open. Don't clean anything. Mm-hmm. Make sure no one touches it. Because, you know, like, we gotta, gotta make this thing last a long right. time. And so it's just like, yeah, but what is it? I don't really know. The last guy didn't explain. So, you know, I'm just telling you what, what they told me. And they're like, all right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think if you legit asked them, they'd probably be like, I don't know. Yeah. And eventually, as uh, I think everybody knows, uh, in the 80s, Route 66 got bypassed by newer and better highways. So a lot of the roadside attractions and businesses that catered to Route 66 ended up dying off. They just, you know, no one's coming through, so you can't really sustain yourself. And there have been some that are, like, iconic and have been able to stay open. And that's mostly through um, people donating. Or the state that it's in decides that it's, like, a historical monument, and so they keep it. And I think that's, like, really special because it's not something like a national forest. You know, that's, like, natural. You preserve it. But this is, like, a random little business that someone, like, back in the 30s, like, just threw together. But yet it's still a part of history. And so, like, the fact that we preserve it and still, like, want to take care of it, I think is pretty special. I think that's cool. Like... It's like a person made it and they didn't really know like how far they could go with it. And then mm-hmm. like it's still around like that one from like the 1800s mm-hmm. that's still around. They're probably they had no clue. It's like maybe like a few years, maybe 10 years max. And now it's like it's been over 100 years and right. it's it's still kicking around. So yeah, that's... that one was going to be demolished back in the 1960s because it was just old, rotten. But again, people like came together and decided that it was important. That's why they kept moving it, too. 
Because it used to be closer to water, which is why it kept uh, deteriorating, so they moved it. And, yeah, in 2016, it turned, like, 136 years old. And they celebrate her birthday, because her name's Lucy. How cute! And on her birthday, uh, they celebrate and they invite, like, you know, all the kids, and you can, like, have your (laughs) elephant-themed birthday party there. And she was uh, running for president in 2016. No way! Lucy for president? Yeah. Bruh. How come that was the one we, you know how it was like Harambe? Mm. And then like, oh, if you, you could have put them both to run against each other. I feel like that would have been more iconic than the whole Hillary Trump thing. Right. And I mean, but Lucy, would she be Democrat or Republican? Well, she is an elephant. Yeah, that's like, it's like, what? But who knows? What, what would she be under? Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, Man, little elephants. I wonder if that'll, like, still be a thing in the future. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because you don't really see that kind of stuff now. Um, Most buildings, they're, like, squares, rectangles, and um, that's usually because of, like, building codes, and it is a lot more expensive to build a weird-shaped building, and then if one day your business goes bad or you want to move, it's going to be kind of harder to rebrand your like milk bottle building (laughs) as something else you know uh and so a lot of like cities like don't want to take that on but i still think that people should go for it i think so because like i mean these are already old and they're gonna get older in the future Mm -hmm. and like who knows if anyone's gonna want to like still like take care of them so it's like we kind of need like the the newer generation of um, side, roadside attractions to like you know step step it up, man. Like, but then again, I also wonder because a lot of people are moving more towards like urban areas. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe like it's just gonna die out, or maybe we're gonna like urbanize you know deserts and stuff, <laughs> make it more urban, and then who knows? Yeah, I think. Especially when you have one in your own town and that becomes, like, your identifier. Like, I was talking to DJ Spooky Manda out in the lobby and she was saying that in La Puente they have their own donut. And that that's, like, their special thing. Like, oh, like the donut. And I think that's really cool to be like, oh, I know where that place is because they have this thing. So, yeah. If you're listening, thank you for tuning in. I hope that you find out what your town's special building or roadside attraction is and that maybe you visit some because they are, uh, they're actually like pretty educational and get to learn a lot about your town or whatever town it's in history. So once again, thank you all for tuning in. This has been Theriosity. You should stay tuned in. You can, <laughs> if you want to hear more from Allie. Her show will be on next. It is the Art Club. Do you want to give them a sneak peek of what you'll be talking about today? It's going to be wild. Right. (laughs) That's all I can say. It's going to be wild. So wild you got... uh... (laughs) (laughs) I I finally got something taken down off of Instagram. I forgot that community guidelines are a thing. Right. So always make sure to follow those kids. (laughs) (laughs) Censor with stickers, always. (laughs) So always make sure to stay tuned in. I'll see you all next week, and goodbye.